Anthony on Air podcast. We have a lot to discuss, uh, including Doug Band turning state's evidence whistleblower in the Clinton Epstein Ghislaine Maxwell saga. More on that in a moment. WandaVision finale. Frank's going to give you a uh, review. There will be some spoilers. We will warn you when they come so you can skip ahead or mute and watch your video. Don't worry. Uh, we've come up with an injectable robot. There's a gorilla vaccine. What? Oh, no, we, we haven't. haven't. No, we haven't. We are drinking actually currently. <laughs> That's what we're yep. doing. That's a margarita, folks. And uh, Carl Rove versus Donald Trump. Rove v. Trump to wrap up the show. It is a drinking episode. Uh, so we'll get into what we're actually uh, consuming in a moment. Cheers. But cheers to you. I hope you're enjoying uh, your day, night, whenever you're watching and or listening. Appreciate that, of course. Let's hop right into the uh, Doug Bam story. So uh, this is from Radar Online. They say that uh, Clinton's former body man turned aide, Doug Band, has turned complete whistleblower in the uh, trafficking investigation involving Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein and has provided the Justice Department with evidence that could implicate his one-time boss. Ooh, so how do we know, what do we know so far? It could or it does or it will or... They say that he gave some, I guess, what is it, like a deposition or testimony or whatever it is. Uh, I believe this was... Here, let me see here. Um... Ban, of course, we talked about him. He did an interview with Vanity Fair. Remember this? We talked about him a little while ago. He did an interview right. with Vanity Fair. We talked about it. Um, he was with the, he said in that interview that Clinton did go down to uh, Epstein's Island, which Clinton still knew that. denies. Um, but that came out in that interview. And uh, what else? I mean, if he's got evidence, that's one thing. But if it's his word against someone else's word, well, then. This this is what this is according to Radar Online. They're saying that they learned that um, around the time that he gave the interview, that he spoke with criminal investigators in the Southern District of New York. This makes him the first Epstein Maxwell associate who is known to have cooperated with authorities in the most recent probes into the accused pedophiles. Band became friends with Epstein and Maxwell back in 2002, a time when he was at the height of his powers due to his role as a key architect of Clinton's career post-White House. Band first showed up on Epstein's flight manifest in March of that year, 2002, when they flew from Kennedy Airport to London. Uh, Epstein, Maxwell, Sarah Kellen, and three Secret Service agents, Along with Clinton, Kellen would later be identified as both a recruiter and a victim of Epstein. But unlike most victims, she was over the age of 18. Which... He was on the manifest going from New York to London, not to his island. Right. But he said that he he said that Clinton was on the island and Clinton still uh -huh. denies that he ever made it down to the island. Um, but just uh, this was a few months ago, as I say, uh, I think it was this November. We're just finding out about it now, but I believe November was the time that, oh, the December issue, he did the interview for Vanity Fair's December issue, so that would have been November. And around that time, he gave, uh, he spoke with investigators in the Southern District of New York. That's the big district. That's the big, uh, 
That's the big times, the Southern District that's, of New York. Yep. That's the big one. That's the one you don't want to tangle with. Now, he's saying that, Clint, I mean, he obviously no longer works for them. He's been, how long has he been away from them? I mean, is it like he could be, was he a reliable witness? Well, the Clintons say no, that he's a ex-employee, that he's sour, that he's just trying to get his name out there, buzz, so on and so forth. But we also talked about this previously, that when they had that secret, when Clinton had that secret rendezvous dinner with Ghislaine in L.A. at the vegetarian restaurant, mm-hmm. and he was the one that was like, don't go to this. Do not invite her. Like, you can't be associated with these people anymore. And supposedly... Right. They ran right past that stop sign and uh, and had the dinner. Right, anyway. but that dinner was looked like 50 people. It wasn't just the two of them. I think it was like 14 people. Yeah, it wasn't just the people. two of them. There was it a wasn't group. like it. It was a group. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, the whole thing is shady, to, to be, you know, to be frank. But um, Well, you are frank. I mean, I don't right. know. That, that was the joke. You missed the facial expression. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so... Yeah, it's shady. I mean, this guy, why he's rolling over now? I mean, maybe because he was brought in. I don't know. Or he came forward or what? Maybe he was brought in. Who knows? I mean, that they don't say. But um, I think it's encouraging because out of all of this, like, there's been, you know, again, we haven't heard peep of testimony of, of you know, any sort of deposition or anything like that. I mean, and there we like we always talk about, like, where is the butlers? Where were the maids? Where's all these people? Where's all the hangers on? A lot Where's... of people had to see stuff, man. They're, they're, you can't hide this kind of stuff for, for too long. I mean, yeah, there's witnesses all over that island. And it's one thing to say in a Vanity Fair article, like, oh, yeah, Clinton was there. It's another thing to go in front of criminal investigators and say it again. Like, that's a different... Yeah. And again, for all the people who poo-poo the media, a lot of the times it's the media that starts to get the the ball rolling on these things, yeah. and then the for, investigators get involved. For all that we poo-poo the media, without the media, nothing would be done. You know, there'd be no nothing discovered. There'd be no investigations. Well, not no investigation, but the media helps a lot. It's true. For, you know, for the little bit that they, you know, they, that might be, you know, hearsay and all this stuff. There's a lot that they don't get credit for. I like to give them credit, although I am a proud non-media member. And uh, even when I was on the radio, I said that, and I still say that to this See, day. See, that's... Not, that's a, not a journalist, not the media. Not a journalist, but you're the media. Well, entertainer, I like to say. Personality, maybe. But uh, I also don't think that the media wants me to be a part of this. Like, that's the thing. I don't think you that they... speak for the media? Are you... Mr. Media, I don't think they want to be associated with me, you know, when I so when I was on the air, they had this, uh, you know, like Hamptons Media Club that somebody started and somebody came down Just because you weren't made a member of some weird club, you know, no, somebody came down. They were like, we want you to come to the media club thing. And I'm like, me, are you sure? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't think you want me there. Like, I I try and avoid all these kinds of things. And they're like, no, come. I never went, but they had a club. Once you once you start telling stories on the air, you 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 know once you once you say a news topic and start talking about news on the air, does that make you media? I don't know, but it was a lot of like newspaper writers and like real like good community journalists that like you know discover like great things. Yeah. Oh that... yeah, there's a difference between journalism and media. 
Yeah. Like, there are journalists out there, people that investigate stories and write up big things. And then there's media that just sits in front of a camera and says it to people. I feel yeah. like that's two different things. But what the hell am I going to talk to these people about? Like, they're out there doing real work. I'm doing this. I, I don't... Uh... About PDQ? Introduce them to PD, <laughs> PDQ. It's good stuff. When the guy goes, oh, yeah, we, we investigated and found that the groundwater was polluted. What am I going to pipe up and say? You should have seen my PDQ Bravo. review. Yeah. Like, I, you know, you I know what you mean. A little bit. Be like, I know what you mean, because when I discovered the garlic uh, aioli at PDQ, it was a revelation. To, I, I don't I got nothing. The fuck? You know, you're not. A, no one's claiming you're a journalist. But you got you know, it's not like. You know, there are plenty of media people out there that do no journalism, that just sit there and, and, and regurgitate what they're being told. I like to call myself new media, to be honest with you. Okay. You call yourself whatever you want. I don't know if Walter Cronkite drank on the air. Maybe he did. There was a lot of I drinking back, back in then. I back the day, smoking yeah. and drinking on the air. Did they do that? Because... We need to get back to that a little bit. I would love that because you ever see that old news clip where there's just like, or like on Carson, where there's just like a plume of smoke. Just coming plume off a of cigarette, plume of smoke, jacket and ties loosened or off, jackets off, and they're just hunched over the desk like, I don't know, it's, if this moon, if this moon landing goes any longer, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like when you think about what, get back to that the red meat and the alcoholism and the smoking, like the heartburn in the '60s, had to be out of control. If you were a stockholder in Tums. You did. You you made out like a bandit. Yeah, I mean for real. That's why these people they, they kick off. You know, lung cancer. That all comes back, man. Okay. Yeah, liver cancer. Nowadays, you know, they even give them like a fake cigarette, like a movie cigarette. Like it's not even real smoke. Just to get that look, that intense. Yeah. You know, that Larry King hunched over with the with the suspenders. San Diego, go. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. <laughs> I think I would like that. I think I think when we move and Frank and I were talking off the air, but we're a ways away from this. But when we move into a bigger studio, when we're all when we could be all together, we should have smoke constantly going on in the just a fog machine, just going. Yeah, I'm in. I hate the sets of like '60s shows, but I feel like the the cigarette vibe, that laid back thing. That's what I would like to go for. But I don't want like. Ficuses scotch. and plants. Yeah, like a lot of scotch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple lapels juice for my AA people. Lapels big lapels. Yeah, I could bring back the big lapels. I could see that happening. That's I could see stuff. that happening. Absolutely. A tie knot the size of your fist. Yeah, completely. Good stuff. All right, no spoilers yet, but spoilers are coming for WandaVision. Some. I'm not going to go crazy. I don't want to totally kill First of all, oh no, we just lost Frank. See what happened? See, we started. We got brought up Wandavision, and uh, they're trying to keep him down. We lost Frankie. C. All right, we'll try and get him. Uh, we'll try and get him back up. I was about to start talking about what our drink of uh, choice is for the evening, and mine. What is this? The six point resin it's a six point resin so six point brewing company they make this beer called the resin r-e-s-i-n and 
It is 9.1% alcohol by volume. Oh, that's my old radio show logo. Twitter Bill gave me that glass. Shout out Twitter Bill. Thanks for that, my man. Um, 9.1% alcohol by volume. Just to give you an idea, like the typical ABV for a beer is like around three or four, you know, whatever, whatever it is. This is like almost double what a typical beer is. So drinking one of these things is like drinking two regular beers in a sense. Oh, I think we got Frankie C back. Uh, mixing myself up. I do drink. There you go. While we were apart. I was just telling them what I'm drinking. 9.1% alcohol by volume resin, and it's delicious from Six Point Brewery. What do you have in my man? I got a margarita. We got, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, so forgive me, Agavelas. Agavelas. Mm. Backwards in the screen, but that's the tequila. And just margarita mix, ice, and a tiki glass. And a tiki glass. It, that's where it happens. It all, it all happens in the tiki glass. That's where the that's, magic occurs. That's good stuff. I wish I had the, the salt to go around the rim, but every time I go to the store, I always mean to pick up the salt, but I forget. Oh, really? That's the, that's the best. You we have a that. permanent supply of that, like, rock salt. I think we have an alcoholic problem. And you got, like, the thing to put it over? Like yeah. The... Yeah. Nice. Do the whole thing. During the pandemic, we drank a lot of margaritas. Margarita, when, when it was warm out and we could be outside, but we couldn't go anywhere, it was nothing but, to, it was nothing but margaritas and key lime pie. It had this margarita key oh. lime pie kick for, like, two months. Oh my god! Yeah, it was intense. It was. Where'd you get the key lime? Uh, you know what? Sometimes from like good local places. Other times there's like a freezer section in the supermarket key lime pie, <laughs> and that ha- hey. that had to do at times. You know, whatever does the job, baby. It, whatever holds over the addiction. You know what I'm saying? A key lime pie, a little whipped cream on top, a little ready whip. Oh, oh the that's best. heaven. The best. You put your feet in a little one of those little swimming pools. Oh, it's amazing. All right, WandaVision. Here come the spoilers. Now, if you're watching this live on the premiere on Facebook or YouTube, lower the volume. Keep watching. Frank's gonna wave us back when he's done talking. Okay. Yeah, so I'm if gonna be like, I'm gonna do one of these. If you're listening on the podcast, keep skipping ahead 30 seconds until we get to a point where we say we're we're pretty. It's not much gonna safe. be long. I'll, I'm gonna a recap or a review. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably go about two, three minutes. Yes. All right. So there you go. There's an idea. Two, three minutes. Uh, and of course, if you're watching later on, you could always just skip ahead. You can skip ahead to where the the uh, arrow is on the injectable robot, which we'll be talking about next. All right, Frank, I'm taking my ear out. So go ahead. The show's go. all yours. Okay. So WandaVision, only nine episodes in the whole series. They're not doing another a sequel or another season. Well worth it. I mean, all nine are out right now. It starts out great. You, you know, you're you're going along for the ride. You got Wanda Maximoff and you got Vision in this, you know, sitcom style show where they go through each decade of sitcoms. And the reason for the decade of sitcoms, spoiler alert again, is because Wanda growing up as a kid in, uh, I believe it's Sokovia, the, the fictional place in the Avengers universe. Uh, she grew up on sitcoms, DVDs of sitcoms. 
So that's all she knows of, of American culture. She Now she took over this town and she wants to create her reality and create her perfect world, which includes Vision, who is dead in this universe, of course. Um, so she creates Vision. She has kids. And then in this finale, it's, it's, it's hard. It's tough. It's, it's tough for her. She handles it well, I have to say. But again, spoiler alert. Um, it's, it's tough because she has to say goodbye to that world. And she does it because she's a hero. She says goodbye to Vision. She says goodbye to her two kids that she had in this world. The world goes back to normal. Everybody who was under the spell is released. Vision goes away. The kids go away. Wanda is on her own now. She, now she's wandering the world again. But the great thing that it leaves off, it gives you a good, it gives you a good, uh, after the scene, after the credit scene. So watch out for the after the credit scene. There is a scene with uh, Monica. She is the FBI agent uh, that gets thrown into the world every now and then. She is now being called upon by, if you've seen uh, Captain Marvel, the, the movie Captain Marvel, she's being called upon by the alien race that was in that movie. We're friends of your mom. Her mom, remember, was friends with Captain Marvel. Okay. So now she's being held. She's being called upon to be a hero for some unknown reason. We don't know what that reason is. But they come and they contact her. So that's an amazing uh, cliffhanger. Excuse me, cliffhanger there. Um, again, Wanda is back to square one. Uh, she doesn't have Vision anymore. But Vision at the end says, you know what? I may come back. I'll see you once again. We said goodbye before. And now we're saying goodbye again. Who knows? We may say goodbye again, you know, hello again in the future. So it's a very, you know, it's up and down roller coaster, positives and negatives. But it's it's very... <laughs> For those people listening on the podcast, Anthony held up a sign in his window that I suck. And while I may suck, WandaVision did not suck. It's definitely worth watching. They're about 40 minutes episodes each, and there's nine episodes. Definitely worth the watch if you're in the Marvel Universe and you're into that stuff. It explains everything, and it it's, doesn't leave you hanging, doesn't leave anything... No questions in your mind. I'm waving Anthony back because I ended my my thing. All in all, nine out of ten. That's what I get. So I'm waving everybody back. No more spoilers. No more spoilers. Anthony's putting back on his uh, his headset here, his uh, his earpiece, so he can hear me. Because he's a giant wiener. <laughs> I heard giant wiener. I know. All right. How was that? That was good. I, no more spoilers from this point out. Okay. But again, my overall, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10, really? I give it an A. Nice. All right. Let know, me... the, it, nine episodes, it's worth watching. I think I'm going to watch it this weekend. Um, I think... I will have to coming to America, which is out today, same day the podcast yeah. is released. I got to get on that, and I got to get on WandaVision. I I don't know if I could do it all nine. You said half hour, forty minutes a piece. 
Yeah, give or take. You know, they're a little different each one. I don't know if but I can... they're not like an hour. And there's some of them. A couple of them have post-credit scenes. Oh, so you got to stay the whole. You got to go through the whole thing. Yeah, just it's like thirty seconds after the the show ends. They do a few credits, and then you got like a, another thirty second scene. Well, if it's a half hour, that would take us four and a half hours. We might be able to get that done this weekend. We have to be do pretty, it pretty diligent. Diligent, diligent, or village diligent. How much have you drank already? Oh, too much. Did I? I don't think I got vigilant the, or diligent. I don't think I got the sign right. I don't, I don't think the sign was correct. I tried to write it backwards for the camera. No, you wrote it. No, you should. You you are correct. I think. I don't think you're backwards. That's backwards. The way I'm reading it right now is backwards. If you oh, wrote I, it the right way, really, it would be fine. No, I think I think I wrote the letters backwards, but not. Are the, you reading it backwards right now? You look at you look at that screen. That you wrote on yeah is it I, backwards to you i think so i'm not entirely sure no are you reading it backwards right now on that screen yeah that and it's backwards to us too so if you write it the right way it'll be the right way to us. oh you think it's showing up the right way yeah watch hold up no. your left hand i don't think so because in the pre in the camera it doesn't watch put you put that down hold up your left hand that's your left hand yeah so that's right so if you write the right way it's going to be the right way Oh really? All right. Yeah. Because well, if I hold up my left hand, this looks up. This looks like my right hand. Correct? Yeah, it does. Yeah, because your shirt's backwards. Because I'm all backwards. Yeah, I didn't backwards. realize that. Why is that? We have to fix that. Because I'm a backwards ass mofo. That's true. Plus, I've been drinking. That's true. So I don't know how I figured that out with two tequilas in me, with two uh, margaritas in me. Yeah, I've had. I don't know if I'm a lightweight here, but I had. Two egg egg whites early this morning. I had a one of those like bar things and I had an English bar muffin things? pizza. That's all I've eaten. Like that one of those good. like chocolate, you know, healthy nut bar or whatever they're yeah. called. I had, which are amazing by the way. Uh it's called Beyond Sausage at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, uh, for real? The I, egg sandwich with I the sausage patty. So sick off of that. Why? I don't They're know. Good. I might have had a bad batch. I had two of them. Beyond sausage, eggs and cheese on a sesame bagel toasted. Good stuff. I like this might be sacrilegious. I I don't mind. Now I'm not saying it's the real thing. But I don't mind the uh sesame bagels from Dunkin Donuts. They're not it's, bad. I don't mind the bagel. I like I prefer bagels from like a deli. Of course. They're like thicker and fluffier. Of course. But well, I take what I can get and you know the egg sandwiches are, are decent. I, I, they're they're pretty they're they're halfway there. It's not a real if you give me the choice between a real New York deli and oh, Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. You go deli. Picking a deli every single time. But like if I'm there or it's the most convenient thing or whatever it is, I don't mind it. My one complaint about Dunks and their uh, egg sandwiches is the sausage patty is this big, and the bagel is about this big. Yeah. So you you have to get like three bites in before you even touch the sausage patty. It's like, do but, you ever yeah. do you ever get a craving for like Domino's? Like not real. We can get really good pizza anywhere around here, but totally. some, sometimes it's like you just want that shitty Domino's. Shitty. That's it. It's not. You know. You know. It's not real pizza. But that's not what you're after at the, in that moment. You're let's, after Domino's. Let's get Domino's. Totally get it. Let's order Domino's right now. So it's done by oh, the time the show's dude. over. 
I know you're going to think I'm nuts, and everybody in the chat is going to think I'm nuts. But Domino's makes a decent, and it's again, it's not pizza because it's Domino's Hawaiian. Ugh, oh, I, think, I know, oh, I know. I can't. It's terrible. I can't. But you put, I'm telling you, first time, the only time I've had pineapple and ham Ugh. on a pizza was Domino's, and it wasn't bad as a snack. No, it's not pizza. And, you know, if I get pizza at a regular pizza place, I'm not getting Hawaiian pizza. But if I go to Domino's, I don't know if it's the sauce that's sweet or something that goes with it, but it's, it's not bad. Let's get Domino's. Listen to me. Domino's pizza with coming to America, that's a night. We can't oh, my eat, God. We can't eat healthy. My wife wants to eat jealous. healthy. We can't eat healthy and watch coming to put, America. Uh, put something healthy on. Put chicken on, on the pizza. We'll put chicken on the pizza, Frank says. That's healthy. You know what I like that they have? Like the Philly steak. I like they, they put the you could put the Philly steak on it. Right? You could put anything on it. You could put a, a chicken parmesan sandwich on it. Listen to me. Either At you, what point is it not pizza anymore? When it comes from a Domino's store. Because there's a pizza out there now with, I think, Fruity Pebbles on it or something. Really? See that? Fruity Pebbles it, it, pizza? Yeah, there was a news story of a place... That did a pizza. It's like a dessert pizza, but not. Let me see. I think it's Fruity Pebbles. A Fruity Pebble pizza? That doesn't sound. We're starting yeah, to, yeah, we're starting to stretch the definition here. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the the cursor off the injectable robot because I could tell already the drinking episode we've gone off the rails. Yeah, <laughs> we've right, gone off the rails a little, a little bit. I'm telling you, there's a. It's not. Is it Fruity Pebbles? It is Fruity Pebbles. Fruit Loops. I'm sorry. Fruit Loops. There's the pizza with Fruit Loops all over it. Are you seeing this damn thing? Oh my god, that looks disgusting. So, Fruit Loops Pizza, Fong's Pizza in Des Moines, Iowa, has started a pizza controversy with its Loopy Fruits Breakfast Pizza. Hold on a second. I have a problem with pizza and Des Moines, Iowa, because that that's where I'm starting to go off the rails right there. Well, to be fair, they're not putting sauce or cheese on it, so you might be all right. I don't think they should be allowed to over there in Des Moines, Iowa. How do people live? Frank? I don't know, man. Outside of a coastal city. I have no idea. At like, now, I mean, do they do they? And I say this because we have a lot of listeners and viewers from a lot of different areas. And I appreciate all of them. Totally. Chicago, like there's good food in a lot of places. But Des Moines. I'm not a fan of Chicago pizza, by the way. Oh, I like overrated. Dish. Oh, but Chicago's got a food scene. Like they got, they sure. have a seat. They have cuisine. They got nice restaurants. It's the sandwiches they go. dip in the in the au jus. That's a big thing over there. Love the au jus. The deep dish pizza. They got a big thing with hot dogs and brats. And they got, they got a scene. Yeah. Bring it. What's the Des Moines, Iowa scene? I can't imagine. Apparently, that. it's Loopy Fruits breakfast pizza. Get the uh, here's the uh, the toppings. Here's what goes on a uh, uh, Loopy Fruits breakfast Bef pizza. Before you Loopy Fruits, I Frank. That's what they're calling it. Frank's get. Oh, that's they're calling it. I that's, that's what they're what calling you, it. Oh, okay. I'm not drunk yet. I thought you were because <laughs> I'm yeah. really I'm really feeling Once it. Once we get the gorilla vaccine, I'm going to be very nicely toasted. Yeah, but right now. I'm about Not to, there yet. I think a yingling for round two. Beautiful. 
but not right now because you're working on the pizza. We're getting Domino's. So, so just excited. so you know, I mean, this is wait, off topic. Wait, wait. We didn't set ourselves up, set ourselves up for this because we don't have it listed. Yeah. We're going off the cuff now. Going Deal. off script here. Um, can I just say, Fruit Loops to me is the most disgusting breakfast cereal on the planet. Really? Can't do Fruit Loops. Oh no, the worst is Grape Nuts. You ever have Grape Nuts? Maybe, but I just don't like. like Here's rocks. the thing: cereal is bready, and it goes with milk. Fruit. Fruit Loops goes with milk. Doesn't go with either of those things. That's not bready. Cereal isn't bready. Cereal's bready. It's a grain. It's bready. Maybe. But Thank what you. about like, um, yeah, I guess. You can, a, a fruit tart, Raisin you can brand, get away with. Granny. No, I'm saying a fruit tart you can get away with. You get a little fruit maybe in like a, like a croissant or something. Do you, you like Fruity Pebbles? Because I love Fruity Pebbles. No. <gasps> no. That's terrible of you. I don't know why we're friends. But here's what goes on the uh, Loopy Fruits breakfast pizza. Okay, ready? go ahead. I'm ready. I'm going to throw up after reading this, by the way. <laughs> First, you got pizza dough topped with cream cheese frosting. <laughs> it gets worse. I'm out on ingredient one. It gets worse. All right, go ahead. Mozzarella. Oh. Or if people don't understand what I'm saying, mozzarella. <laughs> Fruit Loop cereal. Yeah, because that's how they say it in Des Moines. Let me get some of that uh, mozzarella. mozzarella. Got that mozzarella and that marinara sauce. Fruit Loops. With a drizzle of yogurt and condensed milk. Oh, oh that's the Loopy Fruits breakfast pizza. <clears throat> Apparently, it's a big hit over there. They're selling a lot of it. Yeah, it would be. So it's probably banging your cousin and your sister. Just want to say, I, for one, love everybody in Des Moines, Iowa. If you're going to send any hate mail, send it that way. Listen, listen to me. I'm not saying Des Moines, Iowa. Is You're saying with bad Des Moines, people. Iowa is full of backwards inbreeding hicks and it's defensive, basically. And I don't know why you'd go that route, but I'm pouring myself another margarita. First oh, of all, it's this one go. And, and then we should. It's Des Moines. That's how we should. It is Des Moines. It. <laughs> it's not Des Moines. Where do they think? What do they think? They're French <laughs> dropping the last half of the word off. <laughs> I have a feeling the French language, no offense. I love France. I've been to France. It's wonderful. And the people are great. But the language, all you do is take off the last half of the word. Like injectable would be injectab. You just <laughs> just leave off the L-E and you're good. It's, and it sounds French. Sounds like you're, sounds like you're, sounds like you're calling the French lazy is what it sounds like. No, I'm calling it a weird language because it drops. It's all they do is they take a word and they drop off the last couple of letters. Like, like vaccine would be vasi, you know, and that sounds French. Mm. Clinton would be clean hall. I, I could listen to French. I'm people. drunk, by the way. <laughs> I know it, man. I could listen to French people talk. Des Moines, oh, I though, it. I feel like just. I feel horrible for these landlocked people. There's not, there's no water in sight. Yeah, but you know what? Middle of the country, if there was water in sight, it's probably polluted and you know not worth. Be honest, in. though. Be honest. Tell me you don't feel. This is very stereotypical, but tell me you don't feel bad for the Des Moines people that we have the food that we have here. Oh, absolutely. And they have to deal with whatever the hell they're dealing with over there. 
living in New York, it doesn't get too much better than the food we got. I, I that's that's true. I mean, you go to the big cities. But what I'm saying is, do we think that New York is the best food place on the planet? We probably both do, right? We do because we're from here. But you go but, to California, I'm sure right, there's going to be people. Right. But we can survive. If you dropped us into Chicago or Philly or Los Angeles, I'm sure we wouldn't have. It's not that big of a drop off is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But you go to Des Moines, Iowa. And for the love of God. Is it like God, ketchup on your, on your pasta? For sure. For sure. Do you think Des Moines is that kind of place? This is highly stereotypical and probably offensive to anybody from Iowa. But I'm so yes. sorry. If, if people, anybody, anybody listening is from Des Moines, please correct us. Yeah. We need correcting. So tell us what food is like in how Des many, How many restaurants in Des Moines, Iowa, do you think you could plop into New York City that would actually survive? I would, how, I would say around a handful. No are they more advertising than that they are a Des Moines restaurant? No, I'm just saying if you took the 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 sh- I'm and here's sure the there are it's, there it's, are a good number of high high end places. I'm sure there are, but it's not even the and I'm not talking about somebody who can make a steak. I'm sure there's some decent steakhouses in Des Moines who can't grill a steak up. That's easy. I'm talking about cuisine. Like Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just the water there and and who god knows what else i just can't imagine it's that good no i i mean i don't know man iowa again correct us people if we're wrong tell us we've you've got great food in iowa so i give us some examples too please i worked with a guy jeff what up my man hope he's watching jeff he he lived in he was from orlando we worked together at cbs fm he moved back down to orlando he was like i hate he's got some good food Miami, yeah. But he was like, I hate Orlando. And I was like, why? It's like Disney World. It's like, great. He's like, no. He's like, all it is is one Waffle chain House. restaurant after the next. Now, he said there were some good places. He goes, but for the most part, it's all chain restaurants. And that's yeah. horrible food. You need a nice family run, the only one in existence restaurant. Yeah. We have a couple over here in my neighborhood. And they are. I, I got to tell you, Anthony, I, you know, we both grew up in the same neighborhood. There's a, an Italian restaurant by me. Once all this BS is over with COVID, you're coming out here. I'm in. It's the best Italian food I've eaten in a restaurant. And that's saying a lot because I've eaten in, in great places in Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan. This place is outstanding. We've been getting it as takeout. They do it. They do a pickup, and it's amazing. They, they, do, they really know what they're doing with Italian food. We, do you remember the place in Middle Village? <clears throat> there was a place we used to go to in Middle Village. It's this neighborhood where, and it was like, it's this weird area where it used to be a lot of factory. There's still factories there. Who, what, what's the cold cut place in Middle Village? Iveron? No, 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 no. Not that they serve cold cuts, but they actually make the cold cuts there. Oh, I have no idea. It's not Boar's Head, but it's another big brand. Hormel, maybe? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But there's like, it's this weird area, this place in Queens, Middle Village, where there's still some factories and things. 
it's like it's like you know how factories became like neighborhood areas like it, it didn't fully convert so there's still like trucking depots and all those kinds of things but there's houses there too we used to go eat in this restaurant where it was literally a house and you would walk in you don't remember this place i don't remember the name of it doesn't sound familiar and there was like seven tables italian in the whole, place it was like somebody's living room yeah it was an italian restaurant and we used to go there. We used to go there and eat all the time with Joe and Jay. Jay would remember the name of the place. I got to go to the group chat now. I'm not. It's not springing to mind. I don't, I'm not remembering a eating in someone's house. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. It sounds cozy and wonderful. It was yeah, but it was literally that. It was like somebody converted a home into a whole restaurant, and we used to just eat there all the time. There's a place out here in Mini, in uh, Mineola. Not too far from me. That's like that. It's like a breakfast place or a brunch place. It's like a house. And you walk in and it's like you're in their living room. And there's table set up. And then it's just a few people cooking and waiting. And it's it's a great place. I forget, again, I forget the name. But it's amazing. So that was little mom. Again, I think our whole message here is mom and pop places are gold. They are so good. You go to a chain place. You're going to get fed. You're going to enjoy the meal. But you go to a mom and pop. You go to a, a local family-owned place, like a restaurant or someone. You're going to get, like, you know, top-notch service, and the food is going to be outstanding. Yeah. Or else they wouldn't be there. Yeah. They probably got that They're in amazing. Iowa, though. They probably get, It's like a corn stand or something. Is Iowa the corn place? I'm not entirely sure. Hey, Iowa, what are you known for? Put it in the comments. Here's the good thing. After we get completely shellacked by the Iowa fans and the Iowa Chamber of Commerce, at least we'll learn something. We'll now know what Iowa... That's why we're here. Yeah. We're all just going through our journey, Frank. We're all here to learn, my man. That's why I'm here, man. I just got to learn. You know, we're all about learning. We're all growing. Nobody knows everything. And we're, and we're you know, I've never been to Iowa. Neither of you, probably, right? A lot of the times I confuse it for Ohio. It's very hard for me to say. Both it's only natural. Things. Yeah. Same amount of letters. Some of them are the same. Yep. Who could blame you? It's in the middle somewhere of the country. I don't know. It's even... around this area. If you look at a map, it's here. So, you know, we're huge in Australia. I wonder if Australia has this same kind of feeling. Like, do you think the people that live in like Sydney and Melbourne like look down on the people that live like in the middle, less city areas? Do you think they do? I'm that sure. Too? I think it's the opposite. I think the people in Australia, if you in the in the outer outskirts of Australia, mm -hmm. they probably eat really well because it's all fresh and like farm, and you know, they probably eat really well. But the places in the in the cities, yeah, there might be some great restaurants. But I feel like Australia has a good wildlife, you know, uh, culture that they know what they're doing. You think I so? could be wrong, but that's my overall feeling of Australia. And I'd love to visit one day. I, Australia seems like a really cool place to me, aside from the spiders the size of a garbage can lid. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. I don't know what, how they survive over there, these you know, people in Australia. I don't think they're ever going to let us back, though, the Australians. They seem to be yeah. locked down and enjoying it for the most part. Can't really blame them. No. New Zealand, too. I don't think we're welcome in New Zealand. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I get it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have me back. I, I wouldn't have us back either. 
Yeah, with their COVID numbers down at like almost zero, I wouldn't let anybody in or out anyway. Not at all. All right, Frank, let's get into injectable robots. So an L.A. startup is building tiny injectable robots to attack tumors. Dude, like physically attack. This is the dream, isn't it? So they're developing or they've developed. Well, there it is. It looks like uh, rigatoni. It does look like a little rigatoni pasta. Or rotini. It's hard to keep track of the names. There's so many pastas. It looks like rotini. This is a Culver City company, so California. They're developing a device the size of a breadcrumb that doctors can insert into the spine or skull and magnetically steer to target and deliver a precise dose of drugs to a tumor. Do they say, I know you you may not have gone through the whole thing, but do they say what kind of tumors, where they are? Like, Is this something that they're working on or is it something that they could do on people at the moment? Is uh, it like in development? or It's in development. Yeah, they're not there yet. They're not they're not there yet. But just to give you an idea, this is what it looks like next to a penny. You see the little speck? So yeah, little that's, that's tiny. That's incredibly tiny. And they once it's in your body, they what? Like control it with like a joystick? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a joystick or something that they like hold up like magnetically, like outside your body to get it to where it's got to go. I don't know how I'm it all in, works. baby. I have a, a cousin. Not to bring, you know, but I have a cousin that uh, has um, a brain tumor. Wait, it's not one of the hot girl cousins, is it? It's one of my hot girl cousins. Oh, I don't think you know her. I don't think you know her. I know all your hot girl cousins. All my girl cousins. Better than you think I know. Uh, are very good looking, I'm just saying. just saying. But one of my cousins has a brain tumor that's inoperable because it's center of the brain. And it's stage four. Oh, no. It's not good. Uh, she's doing everything. She's doing all the steps, whatever she can do, and trying every treatment, every drug. So if this is something that's available, that would be something to consider. But if it's not available yet, is that what they're saying? Not yet. It's not available yet. Is there a, like an idea of when? I'm going to write them and let them know that your hot girl cousin needs this as soon as possible. That would be good because it's... Uh, it would be uh, a miracle if they could do something because she's done every treatment known. And, it, you know, so we're, I'm we're hoping. sorry to hear that. Yeah. So, we're, we'll, you know, she's trying everything she can. So keep her in your prayers, people, if you can. Let's keep Frank's cousin in our prayers. Well, let's hope that this gets done relatively soon. I mean, the fact that they're talking about it is a good sign. I love it. Let's let's I don't know why we haven't. I mean, not to bring up a, a, a political topic, but stem cells. You know, why aren't we funding more stuff to make us better? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, stem cells doesn't hurt anybody to, to, to collect the stem cells. Why wouldn't we utilize the tools that we're given? Uh, you know, I, that's a great question. We should be trying everything. I like, I like throwing stuff up against the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, it's that my, um, my wife told me this thing. It was a parable that she heard. But it's a really cool one. Um, a guy is in a flood, and he's on the roof of his house. He's on. He's in his house, 
and a boat comes by and, and the, the boat goes, come on, I'm here to save you. Let's go. And he goes, no, 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 God's going to save me. God's going to save me. Then he's on his roof. The flood gets higher. Helicopter comes. He goes, come on, we get on the helicopter. I'm here to save. He goes, no, 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 no. God's got it. He's going to save me. He's going to save me. Then he's on a tree. Another helicopter comes. Come on, let's go. I'm going to save you. Let's go. He goes, no, 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 no. It's in God's hands. He's going to save me. The flood gets him. He dies. He goes to heaven. And he goes, God, what happened? I thought you were going to save me. He, goes, he I goes, I sent you a boat and two helicopters. What are you, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. You know, so he, God's given us the tools. Stem cells are there. He gave them to us. Why wouldn't we use them? That's all I'm saying. I know there's a lot of controversy with it, but I don't see That's why. a controversial take, my friend. But I'll tell you what, you've, your stock's never been higher with the audience. Every day I just read a comment about how much they love you. So I, don't... <laughs> I just try to, to be as objective, subjective, whatever the neutral one is. I try to be as, as logical as I can. And, you know, with stem cells, it's like, I know it's political and stuff, but I feel like we have the tools because they're there. It's not like we're making this up. They were given to us. Yeah. Why wouldn't we use what we're given? It doesn't say when this is going to be available, but it does say that the company started in 2016. So that's five right. years, and they already got a picture online. That's pretty good. So they have a, a working, I guess, prototype, looks like. Yeah. Something injectable, very tiny. And I love to see what it actually does. Like it says it attacks the tumor. Yeah. Like how? Like what does it do? Does it like lasers or like? I don't know, but I'm drunk enough to think lasers is probably part of it. It's got to be lasers because it's, it's got to go in. It's got to get through the tissue and unharm whatever is surrounding the tumor. Right. And then it's got to harm just the tumor, but it has to dispose of it too. You can't just break it up because then it's, you know, it's still there. Correct. You have to eliminate it and dispose of it. Correct. So I wonder how it does that. All right. Um, I, by the way, I've also been dreaming about this since Body Wars. Do you remember down in Epcot, there used to be this ride where you would... They would, they, oh, yeah. they would shrink you down and then send you into somebody's bloodstream. It was like the most fun ride ever. Yeah. Well, there was, what was that movie um, with uh, Martin Short where they go inside the body? Inner Space. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> it was like is, from the 80s. Is your wife helping you through this episode? She is helped it, me. She, yeah. It's a, you, it's a great movie. Yeah. Martin Short gets, uh, I think it's, um, who's the guy? Who's the guy that gets shrunken down? Dennis Quaid. Thank you. <laughs> Can you Dennis just Quaid let your wife come on down. the show already? You're useless. She's That's got right. all the information. That's <laughs> saying I'm useless, that you should be on the show instead of me. Which is it's probably true. But um, Dennis Quaid gets shrunk down and sent inside of Martin Short. It's comedy, but it's, it's great. Yeah, so they've been thinking about this stuff for a long time. I love in it. In a sci-fi way. But now... You know, without with the uh, exception of shrinking people down, they have little machines that can go inside you, which is which is phenomenal. I love it. All right, listen, Jay Sabs is having trouble getting in. I'm going to disconnect. That's what she said. With... Just fill, just just filling in the blanks for Jay Sabs. You are in top form, my friend. Top form. That's the tequila talking, baby. Let me do my hero soap read. I'm going to send a new code, Frank. 
And Am I, you kicking me out? I'm going to kick you out. I'm going to set a new code and let's see if we can't get JSABs in to join the party. All right, I'll jump out. You can you text her this me. while I'm doing the read? Can you text her? Let her know. I'm going to send a new code. Yep, got it. Have fun. All right, thanks, buddy. Yep. All right, so hopefully we'll get Frank and JSABs back. Um, I'm not sure what exactly is going on with our... Uh, little broadcasting software here, but we're going to try something. We're going to try and get this figured out for them. All right, Hero Soap Company, they are the absolute best. By the way, I'm done with my beer. I'm just saying. How's the Domino's order coming? Has it been ordered yet? Uh, almost. It's just a pizza order. I don't know what's, what's taking so long here. All right, well... A lot, of, a lot of controversy around this Pizza Hut order now. Or was it Pizza Hut or Domino's? Where are we going? Domino's. Domino's is good stuff. Oh, yes. Question. Yes. Yes to both of those. Yes to both of your questions. Okay. Hero Soap Company. They are the absolute best. Don't click on what I just sent you. Um, You buy a bar there, soap. They send a bar of soap over to the troops. Then they take a little money out and they build homes for veterans returning from war they are extraordinary i clean myself with this soap each and every single day and i could not love anything more than the hero soap company it is absolutely one billion percent phenomenal i love hero soap company they are the greatest now now i could all right <laughs> I can see Janine now. I can't see Frank, and I thought I saw him for a second. Um, I don't know. I was just trying to make you laugh while you did your little thank you hero soap stuff. Thank you. Let's see if we can get Frank back on the show. How are you doing, Jay Sabs? Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, I'm good. How are Yins? I'm doing. I'm doing all right. You you texted me a picture giving me the finger. I don't appreciate that. Oh, what are you enjoying tonight? It's drinking oh, show. I nothing, hope everybody's having nothing a nice... Fa nothing fancy, you know, just a chocolate um, espresso martini. Chocolate espresso martini? Mm-hmm. It looks good. Do you like chocolate? Yeah. Do you like espresso? That, to me, looks like a drink. Yes, I love espresso. Do you like vodka? Mm, yes. Okay, then you would like this. Next time you come to my house, I will make it for you. I would like that. Because that looks like a beverage that is way too complicated for me to actually execute on my own. Like, I would never make that for myself. Vodka? Coke? Nope. <laughs> well, actually, do you do vodka? I mean, like, I drink vodka seltzer. Hi-yo. All right, the band is back together. Yeah, but vodka seltzer. Uh, Janine's having a chocolate. What is it? Espresso martini. Oh, right. that sounds good. But how did you make it? What? Give me the rundown. What, what's the ingredients for the audience? So if they want to make it themselves, cocktail shaker. Fill it up with ice. Okay. Get um two shots full of um Godiva chocolate liqueur. Nice. Okay. Pour it in. Um, one shot of vodka, pour it in, 
And you know what? It depends on like if you like like a whole espresso. I actually just had a double espresso. And I took about half of it. But now what do and you then, so do? You shake that up. Do you you like brew it? Did you brew the espresso? Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> so you have to make an espresso and pour that in there too? Yes. Like in but the I have a, a lot I have a, of work. In the Italian silver thing on the no, stove, no, or no. did you just like curing that that, that? What, no, what I have an espresso. Do you think this is? Oh, an espresso. <laughs> I have an espresso maker, so there's a double shot espresso um pot. Okay. That seems like a lot of work. That seems it's like not, a lot of work. It's not a lot of work at all, guys. Come on. Did you use chocolate syrup? Did you like I did a, a drizzle of chocolate syrup? I did. See, there's a, an ingredient you left out. Is that Bosco oh, or what are we dealing with here? Nesquik? <laughs> Hershey's. Bosco? Hershey's? Um, Is Bosco it's Nesquik. Now? Is Bosco Nesquik. a good syrup? Really? I don't know where. I, I don't see Bosco anywhere. I, I always see Nesquik and Hershey's. So what I've I was going to Bosco. say. <laughs> in the martini glass, you take the chocolate syrup, pour it in there. And then you take all the ingredients, shake it up. Like a shake weight. <laughs> and then you pour it in. Ta-da. Okay. You know what I had once? One of the best drinks I ever had was at an Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> I know. I know. You've just want, was, we just spent a half hour shitting on Des Moines, Iowa for, for chain restaurants. Believe me. This was before our table was ready. I was sitting at the bar and I had a gingerbread martini. Ooh. And it was unbelievable. I don't know exactly what say, was in it, but they put a little gingerbread cookie at the top, and it was like with the whipped cream and everything. It was amazing. One of the best margaritas I've had is at Outback. They make good drinks. They have a bar. It was it's a amazing. peach margarita. You might. Hey, Outback is not a bad restaurant for a chain restaurant. No, you know what? I have to agree with you there, Frank. I don't Thank think it, I don't think it's bad at all. I, One of I, the I, rare times we agree. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's on a shitty restaurant. I will it's not shitty. I think it's good. I will no, concede the point. Good. It is. It is out of the chain restaurants. It is pretty good. I actually the my bread. my wife. I know that bread. Oh. My wife wouldn't go. We were out a couple of weeks ago, and I go. I'm kind of in the mood for steak, but we had the kids, and they were like in a shitty mood. So I didn't want to go to like a real steakhouse. So I was like, "Is there an outback nearby? We'll just go there. Who cares yeah. if the kids are shitty? We'll get a steak and we'll just hang." She refused to go. She refused to go. <gasps> no, you know what? It's, it's not like it's not like the Olive Garden. It's good. Yeah, it's 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 a good restaurant. They have good stuff there. Do you know what? Oh I, God! Now I want that peach margarita. Thanks, Frank. I'll give you guys the the bread because the bread is good. But you know what I love about Outback? Their salad is over is always. <gasps> oh my God! Their salad is really good. I don't know if I've ever had the salad there. It's freezing oh cold. My God, yes. The way salad yes. should be served. Ice cold. It's right. nice. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. I get, and I put the blue nice, cheese dressing on that. Mm. When you get a good salad, there's nothing. It's, it's nothing like it. Bread it salad is. and Frank steak. loves a good toss salad. Yeah, you I do. love a good toss salad. When you yeah. toss it just right, <laughs> Frank, you know what that means? Your own or tossing no, other salad, I'm, Frank? No, I'm, I'm, I'm naive. You know, I, it's I, not I, naive. I, Some people just don't know terms. He I knows. know terms. I live and breathe. What do he you was want a, from me? He, he do was you know in the what an old-fashioned is? I invented that term. No, I don't know what an old-fashioned is. I know it's a drink. 
but okay. I don't then know. You don't know the sexual that. term for it. No. It's a it's a hand job. Oh, all right. Well, then Dad, I, she gave me an old fashioned. Then I we, like we both. We call the, them handies. Then I like both the slang and the actual cocktail. Look with that, we learned something Ooh. new. Um, I actually got in trouble at work for that term too. <laughs> <laughs> why doesn't that? Su- why does that surprise me? For giving one or just for using the term? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> for not giving one. Oh, that's, that's not good. Um, oh, that's, I no, think you I got a lawsuit on your hands if that's the case. My boss used it in front of that woman. Use the term old fashioned? Yes. Oh. That woman who hates me. And I'm t- this is like eight years ago now. But she... Um, <laughs> He said something about an old fashioned and she looked at him. She said something about, you know, the drink. And he goes, no. And she's like, well, what are you, what are you two talking about? You're making up your own language. Oh, no. And I was like, bitch, go to Urban Dictionary. Okay. So what? So she got, she got, got mad. In trouble? She got mad. How did mad. you get in trouble? He, he right, said the term. Or because did you I literally say, bitch, go to Urban Dictionary? No, I didn't say that. Right. Um, I was always very respectful to her. So then how did you get in trouble? Um, oh, because I shouldn't um, talk about that with him. I'm like, I'm not talking he about that with up. him. He should have right. gotten, tr- gotten trouble. No, it's Janine. It's Janine's fault. It's always Janine's fault. Oh, that's you true, know? I guess. Plus, you're the woman, and then the woman always makes the mistake. Right. Whoa, drunk Frank is a little sexist. You, you could tell that was sarcastic. Was it? No. Anybody that was listening or watching. Felt like it sarcastic. came from a real place. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about this gorilla vaccine, damn it. All right. Um, oh, God. Thank God. We're almost at the end. Go ahead. Yeah, we're almost at the end. Man, for someone <laughs> host co-hosting a podcast, you are never. You are so looking Am forward to the end of it. I'm a co-host. Yeah. I thought I'm just a guest. No, co-host. you're not a guest. The three of, the three of us, the co-hosts. No, I would say really? Co-host. Yeah, I would say yeah. Panel at the least. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're on the panel. Update my LinkedIn. Hold on, I'm gonna go update my LinkedIn. <laughs> there was a hesitation there. You're like, I would say, yeah, you're a co-host. I would say we're mm. co-hosts. Yeah. Yeah, as he's giving himself an old-fashioned. Let me- yeah, sure. Okay. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you consider yourself the host and the two of us co-hosts? Oh, of course I would if I was him. Well, that's why I said panel at the very least. Panel is a higher than guest. I'll, I'll give you a panel. I would say you're. you're uh, oh, hold on. I'll give you do. do Hang on, I got to review the Domino's the order. Hold on. You do do. You got you Domino's. Do, do. Oh man. It's going down. Wait, wait. You both like Domino's watching, and you're Italian. But well, that's the thing. We established this before. Domino, we know there's real pizza out there, but Domino's is like one of those. It, we know it's not it's real drunk pizza. pizza. It's drunk pizza, but it's, it's yes. a snack. It's not. We we recognize that it's not real pizza from a pizza. Yeah, place. but it's Frank. Brooklyn, you're a snack. Is that the one we want, Brooklyn style? Or we want you regular? know what that means too? No, I, I don't. Just go but it's good. what does that mean? You went to town on this one. This it one. sounds positive. It's like, oh, that girl's a snack. No. Sounds positive. That's good, right? Yeah, it is. It's it's new slang. What exactly does it mean? Like, I eat her up. Nice. Not like literally, but you know, like, she's cute. I'd nice. let her give me an old fashioned. Well, thank you. Janine just called me a snack. I see, that's nice. 
Oh, I wanted to see if he knew what that meant. I didn't, but now I do, and I appreciate the compliment as I get a little more toasted. <laughs> He's like, how many, Aaron? How many is that for you? Two or three? We went two or two, three? Two, two, two. What are you drinking? Uh, margarita. How? How did, did you make it yourself or you got it pre made? It's tequila and margarita mix. Okay. Uh, by Wait, the way, there's like four ingredients that I don't have. Not Shortcut. that, not that anybody would care, but the restaurant in Middle Village was called Salvatore's. Jay came through with the name. Anybody in the Queens sure area? What'd you say, Janine? Are we sure it was that? Because I was looking it up right before. You know, I couldn't get on for 25 minutes. Um, I thought it might have been called Alberts. I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about? The one that was in the house. It was like somebody's house. They just turned it into a restaurant. Was it very dark inside? Yes. Okay. I know what you're talking about. I think it's Albert's. It in no way, shape, or form should have been a restaurant, yet it was. You walk Did in it there. Meet all the codes and stuff? Like, I remember the first time I went in there, I thought I was walking in like Pesci and Goodfellas. I thought somebody was going to put a little... <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now I have to go look pictures of this place up. And see. Yeah. But it was it was amazing. I don't even know if they're still around, but it was so I wonder if they good. do takeout. I don't know. I don't know. You definitely couldn't social distance in there. They'd only be able to fit one table. It was literally like 14 <laughs> tables in, in this tiny little space. Do you remember London Lenny's? Yes. Yeah. Closed. Yep. I heard it closed. It's unbelievable. That place has been around for decades. I'm sorry to go off on a tangent, a Queens tangent. Places There's a can't huge survive. place. It's a seafood place in, in, in uh, Middle Village that's called London Lenny's. And it's just an amazing place. And it's closed. And I don't know how they didn't. I, restaurants during this pandemic, I don't think they did takeout, which how could you not? If you didn't have takeout or like an online way of ordering, I don't know how you survived. It's you just can't. you got to have it. I know. You got to have Especially those things. Especially there, because there's no outside dining there. You're on the street. You're on Woodhaven Boulevard. You can't really fit tables outside. Yeah. Actually, there is one way. Because I know someone who owns a restaurant in the city. And um, Fish and Hunt Club. Just brought, dropping names right here. And um, Tell them to pay for advertising. Not, he did not open up for takeout. Or even open up at all. Got a loan. Oh, uh, well, yeah, and but that's you got the to pay way. That back. I think it's the whatever the name of it is was whatever. So, but you're right. If you don't have takeout, you gotta do takeaway. How do you not? How I gotta be honest with you too. Like ordering online, I I went to I, I was somewhere where I wasn't normally, and I was just looking around for something to eat. And this pizza place took online ordering, and I ordered from them, just like a a soup because like, I just want tortellini soup just simple tortellini and broth tortellini soup sounds good so good and I ordered it online and I was like this is fantastic I don't want to talk to anybody when I'm ordering <laughs> you know I just want to put it down so, you don't like people I, I like talking to people because I like to make sure they got it I talk to a person I know they have the order I feel like mm. if I do it online I don't know why, but I feel like there's a chance they're going to miss it. No, I feel but like there's a chance they they're going to miss it. Yeah. Yes. If you put it, if you're saying it on the phone and they're in a hurry and the the other lines ring in and they're running around, it's awful. I make them read it back. Can you read no. that back to me? Are you a read back to me guy? Oh, my uh, God. No, I don't say that. Oh, um, yes, say you they do. They usually read it back. 
the few places I order from, they read it back to me. I only like, order from do like you two, three say places. like, okay, I want the Aussie fries and the dun th- wait thunder from down under ribeye steak. I want the the Christ, <laughs> crikey crisps or whatever the hell they call. Love uh. Australia. I want to visit there one day. I like putting all my little stuff down on just writing it down, sending it off. Me too. And you're because to it's go. like when they have the special instructions, I get so excited because I'm like, oh my God, they're going to read this. But you know what? I put it in all caps anyway. Like, hello. <laughs> no, I want to give my special instructions to a person. I feel no, like I put no. it, There's so many steps online. No onions. This, that. You know, they click this, click the. There's a million steps. I feel like something's going to get screwed up. I want, I some, want, because a person's going to read it anyway. I want yeah, a person but, to write it mm. down. If Maybe they're printing it out, fish. which they most guess? of them do, if they print it out, then they could see what they have to do too. Mm. That's true. But I, I just like when a person takes your order. It's more personal. And I feel like it's, it's, le- it's more. You know, it's more uh, right. familiar. It's like a right. neighborhood kind of thing. Like if you sound like an asshole, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to spit this guy's food. Okay. Cool. Right. <laughs> so I, I want them to know I'm a nice person. You know, so I, I'm at a high risk of sounding like an asshole, too. So that's another reason why writing it down is more advantageous mm-hmm. to me. You sound you're resting asshole face is basically what you're <laughs> you're setting. Look at this. America. What are you drinking? America, right there, Yingling, my oh, friends. Oh. Yingling, that is not America. I went from a good for you. I went from a Brooklyn brewery to a Pennsylvania brewery. It's America's oldest brewery. Yingling. Yeah, oh. Yingling. It's I can't wait to go to a brewery. What language is Yingling? It's American. You son of a bitch. Yingling is an American word. Yes. What do you think it was? German. It sound like a. a, a what does it mean? I don't. It doesn't sound like an American term. It Yingling. means we got the bald eagle, motherfucker. That's what it means. It's concise. Yes. I'm um, glad they narrowed it down to Yinling. I know we're all over the place. I don't even know if this episode's going to air. But this is rough. <laughs> <laughs> this is a rough oh one. You made me come on here. Okay. Can we just talk about the fact that the Bloomin' Onion is the shittiest menu item on the Outback menu? I hate it. I don't, I don't like it. It's like their signature oh, item. Wait a minute. You don't like it? I, I don't, don't like the Bloomin' Bloomin onion. onion. No. Bloomin' Onion, I hate onions. And I'm using the word hate here. I rarely use the word hate. Ooh, yeah. He doesn't hate use the word onions. hate. And Audience, I could, listen I could share a Bloomin' Onion with someone. That's <gasps> amazing. Frank, me and you I could know. share it. And Anthony could just eat his cold salad. We're going. When this crap is over, we're going out back. What is happening on this show that Frank and Janine are agreeing on everything? And I am out on the I'm out in the dark. Throwing some tequila. I'll agree to almost anything. First of all. Bloomin' onions, hand jobs. I forget what the other one was. It's so good. (gasps) But it's it's the most it is the I think the single appetizer. That has the most calories on any fast. Is, I'm not fast food, but like you which know, which is what makes chain it restaurant. Great. It's about three thousand calories. Wow. Yeah. That's but you good. know what? It's so good, and every you calorie. feel like so disgusting and fat and greasy. But you're like, it was fucking worth it. One of the best okay. appetizers I've ever had, and I think they took it off the menu. I'm not sure why, but if you go to TGI Fridays, they Ooh, have yes. the um, green beans, fried green beans. Oh yes. And they still have them. them. Do they still have them? Yep. Oh, those are the best. I had them mm-hmm. like, I don't know, 
got to be 20 years ago. I had them, and they were amazing. And I never had them. I haven't had them since, and I've been they are pretty good them forever. And there's no TGI Fridays around me. No? There's nothing out here. What's the best chain restaurant? Hmm. Chain rest. What's the best chain restaurant? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, not like, like chain, not like Ruth's Chris has a couple of establishments. I'm talking about Peter Luger's. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about national chain Friday night PDQs. That's no. <laughs> that's fast food. I'm talking about that's chain TGI Fridays, Applebee's. Right. I'm gonna right. have to go Outback. My I like old, Outback. My oldie. My OG. What do you got? I love Fridays. I still Friday's like Fridays. Good. I think Fridays is Me the worst you. one out of all of them. Really? Yes. Fridays isn't bad. I'll go with Fridays. Which one do you but- like? Me my and my wife can't stand this about me. Favorite chain restaurant. Chili's. If you say Sizzler, I'm going to slap you. Chili's, baby. Chili's oh, is like Chili's the is best. Chili, Chili's would come in second for me. The best. How big is Hands? I don't know. Oh, I've I don't never... think it's that many people. It's not that many. Because that's not bad. I swear I to God, I've it. never been to a whole hands. I've seen a bunch of them. I've never actually there's, been to a whole hands. There's one on 110 in Farmingdale yep. over here. Right across, right across from, the street uh, from P- PDQ. The PDQ. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know where it is. We should call them and see if they'll let us do a live show there. I'm in. <laughs> I like cool hands. But I got to say, Outback, if, if we're talking chain restaurants, I like Outback. Okay. I love Outback, but I'll go to Chili's before Outback. That's my I'll number one. Now, what do you like at Chili's? I like, like what's your they have so like a, a quesadilla thing where it's like on a different it's not tortilla, but it's something else. It's amazing. Oh. See, I like it. Chili's instead of like bread on the table. They give you chips and salsa, chips and salsa. That's right. That's, That's class. amazing. Yeah. That's class. And that- and if you order the nachos at Chili's. OK, this is amazing. You know, in most places, they just pour the crap all over a plate of nachos. Right. Not a Chili's. They take each individual chip and they no. put beans on it. And no. then How do they do that? Cheese on top. And then they place one jalapeno right in the middle. On and every then, chip. On every chip. Every chip is perfectly made. I don't know how they do this. Were they th- tostado nachos? I don't know what no. I, I think, think that's it's, what they're called. I don't know what they're called. I don't know, but I, I think they have like little. I think they have little nacho elves who meticulously put each little nacho Makes together, sense. and then they put the salad in the middle and the sour cream and the salsa. It's all separate, so you can evenly distribute whatever you want. That's. I mean, they think of that's everything. That's the most logical answer I've ever heard. Nacho oh, elves. Thank you. <laughs> can't, you can't argue that logic, but. <laughs> The, the notch instead of bread, like I love the bread at Outback, but you know, little little freaking tortilla chips with the salsa and the chips and salsa from oh. Chili's is actually really good. Yeah, I think every restaurant instead of bread should get chips and salsa. I don't know, bread bread's bread's good for me. Well, it's gonna be rough but at the chips Italian and salsa? places, but yeah, bread's hit or miss because you can go to a place you get bad bread, you get weird wheat or something, or you get bread that's too hard, it's not hot. Bread's hit or miss, but salsa and chips hits every time. Damn, Frank. All right. 
I maybe have too much time on my hands and thought about this a little too much. (laughs) All right, let's get back on track here. Gorilla vaccine. Gorilla vaccine. Several great apes at the San Diego Zoo were given an experimental COVID-19 vaccine for animals after eight gorillas at the zoo tested positive for the virus in January. Good for them. Okay, yes. But does anybody else see that? I, I didn't get the vaccine yet. You guys get the <laughs> vaccine yet? This isn't the vaccine. Um, this is a vaccine. This is a gorilla vaccine that was not meant for you. Feels like we should have gotten the vaccine before a gorilla. You might have the same amount of hair as a gorilla. <laughs> but this vaccine was not meant for you. <laughs> I was going to say. Okay, roll up your sleeve. Anthony. Why don't you just go pre- like pretend you're an ape over there? And I could. See what happens. I could literally. The only way I can get a vaccine right now is if I stand next to one of these apes in the girl in the zoo, and they the would three just. Three of us are not getting a vaccine for a while. I'm. Just, we're not. I'm. Um, cool. I do have to say something though. Go ahead. Okay. We could get it if more if our body fat percentage is more than thirty percent. Oh, I think I got yeah. that locked up. If you're over, my a friend of mine, a coworker of mine, who is not a big, he's tall, but he's not an overweight person. Apparently, he said he was obese. He's he's considered morbidly obese, but he's not. He he's I don't know. He's a little taller than I am, maybe a slight bit heavier. He qualifies for the vaccine because he's technically obese. That's mm. good to know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go kill some dominoes right now and then schedule a Chili's nacho run tomorrow to get that vaccine by Sunday. My wife and I gave up fast food for Lent. That was dumb. I know. Yeah. Like, what's Lent? It's a holy (laughs) thing. (laughs) What are you, four? I don't think I've given up something since I was in high school. Every year, baby. I can't believe you did. What'd you give up last year? Being funny on the podcast? (laughs) Not going to signify that with a gorilla vaccine. <laughs> All right. And finally, Carl Rove versus Donald Trump. Actually, I find this entertaining as all hell. We're so we've become so numb to Democrats fighting Republicans that when when there's inter-party fighting, you know, when it's Democrat versus Democrat or Republican versus Republican, I find that to be the most fun. I friggin' love it. Carl Rove is one of the most evil people of of the republican party i don't even know who back, he is back in the bush era the george w bush era he, w. he was the he was the puppet master w and he was he was just a just a mean son of a b he has turned against trump <laughs> and that is well, very telling Karl Rove is basically responsible for the for the second bush administration because he was the guy on election night that said, do not call this election just yet. So CBS or CNN or some of the left wing sort of outlets, and we weren't right wing, left wing as much as we are now back then, called the election for Gore and Fox News refused to because Karl Rove said, do not call this election. And that's what caused the whole Florida thing. And then eventually Bush wound up winning. But if Karl Rove didn't speak up, they would have probably just he would have Bush would have probably conceded and we would have had Al Gore as president. If one if one doesn't exist already, there should be a Karl Rove documentary. There's so much. I don't even know who he is, honestly. 
He's a so much about this guy. legendary Republican strategist and and commentator and and everything else. Well, anyway, he was on Fox News the other day and he basically shit on Trump saying that uh, Trump's got to come up with some new ideas. So this was after CPAC, after Trump made his speech and they did a straw poll and the straw poll, as you'll hear in the clip here, uh, I think 90% of Republicans want to see President Trump's agenda continue. Only like 70%, and we'll have the numbers, would actually want to see him run again. And I think only 50 or 40% would actually vote for him. Oh, and Karl Rove took that, and he really, really ran with it. Here's the, uh, here's the clip we'll play for you guys. Here. The straw poll. I thought it was interesting that President, former President Trump's approval rating was 97 percent. 95 percent said that they wanted him to continue or the party to continue his policies. 70 percent of people said that they wanted to see him run again, but 55 percent said that they would vote for him. I thought that bingo. number might have been higher. Well, well absolutely, bingo. I, I, I agree entirely with you. Remember, this is a group that came to this meeting for largely one reason, President Trump was going to be there. This yeah. is the truest Trump believers. And and for him to only get 55% says, as I said in my column, he is losing strength because he's not introducing something new. He's losing strength whether he recognizes it. And I think if I were them, I'd be I'd, I'd take that as a cautionary note. He needs to refresh his act. He needs to he needs to change and he needs to offer a vision for the future. Really interesting analysis there. Is this too soon, Carl? I mean, we're talking I like how he said his act. He's got to refresh his act, not his that, agenda. That's exactly his... what it is. Yeah, it's, it's an act. It's I get up there and I go, oh, this it was stolen. Everything was stolen from me. Everybody's the enemy. I'm the only one that can save it. It's all an act, and it's it's tired. It's it's the old. I I can, I'm the only one that could do it. Vote for me, and it's it's a broken record basically, and we're all tired of it because. Because to be honest, for the last six, seven weeks, it's been, you know, it's been calm without him, which is great. I will take boring over his bullshit every day. I will take boring politics over worrying about what he's going to do and who he's going to antagonize every single day. Give me boring politics. Yeah, I, I, I do think, I, I hate to say this, but I agree with Karl Rove. I mean, who gives a shit about CPAC other than to go see Donald Trump as he did? That's his first speaking engagement since leaving the White House. Mm -hmm. And then only 55, this is not like a national poll. This is like they asked people there. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, this is they asked people there and only 55% of the people asked said that they would actually vote for this guy again. I think So then what are you doing there, right? I well, can't. they're still conservatives. I just I think they like I the so. ideas and they like being conservatives. I just don't think they like him that much anymore. The execution. You know, he has ideas that are Republican but they're so far right. It's unbelievably ridiculous. So like the wall or his, his policy on immigration is uh, everything, his taxes, uh, his uh, tax relief for billionaires. His whole thing is so far right. It's ridiculous. So everybody, all the Republicans who are voting for him 
are people that would benefit from it. But the other people are like, I don't think I could do four more years. Just go back to let the last four years and how intense it was and how just unbelievably at, at odds we were. Who wants Excuse to go me. another four years with that? Everything I've done has been everything I've done has been fantastic. Don't listen to this liberal pussy. He doesn't know All what right. he's talking about. <laughs> Him and Carl Rove, they love each other. That's not my kind of love. <sighs> I love Melania. She's hot. Small hands, big hands. <laughs> I forget which one I, it is. I love Melania. I'll let her parents in on this uh, loophole, but everybody else. Can't go in on this loophole, just your parents. President Trump, who doesn't have Twitter anymore. But I, I hope he realizes by now he doesn't need Twitter because he keeps putting out these statements with Save America on the top, which I love. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> We're going to save America. Wrong with America. America is just fine without you. We made America great. Joe Biden oh, ruined man. it in 13 days. Then we're going to come back and save America again. That's okay. what we're going to do. It's going to be fantastic. Save America. If anybody, li- I, I don't understand, like, forget Trump, forget Biden. If you want to literally relive the last four years, just the turmoil and, and the aggravation, that's what you'd get with another four years of Trump. You'd just be just time travel back to that, that four years. And it's, it was just agony. And why would you want to go agony? through that again? It really was politically. And socially, it was just well, he, people here's at the odds, thing, friends, I fighting think, with friends, family members. I think that um, if you like allow yourself to watch these political shows all the time, you're going to get upset with them. I that's why I never did. I guess maybe because I'm not really that so much vested in politics. I don't know how much you watch it, Frank. But I, I guess don't watch it a lot. It when I was you. at work, I watched it. But being at home. I don't watch it too much, but I, I kept track of what he said on like Twitter and on the on, you know, I kept on social media when he posted stuff and when news outlets reported on it and every other, you know, I kept track of a lot of it. I didn't. All I right, can't well, let 100%. me let me read you the statement from Donald Trump, Great. which, by the way, I also love that not only does he say save America, but he also puts. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. As if we forgot. (laughs) One term, two impeachments. Go ahead. As if we forgot. He writes, and I quote, Karl Rove has been losing for years. Here we go. Anybody that doesn't kiss his ass is a loser. He's a rhino (laughs) of the highest order who came to the Oval Office lobbying for 5G for him and a group. After a lengthy discussion with Rove and Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, I said no. They're not qualified. Our nation can do much better. On election evening, November 3rd at 10.30 p.m., Rove called to congratulate me on a great win. I said, thank you, Carl, only to watch the rigged election take its final form. Carl Rove's voice on Fox is always negative for those who know how to win. He certainly hasn't helped Fox in the ratings department. Has he? Question mark. What a giant fourth grader. That's all he is. Never had much of a feeling for Carl in that I disagree with so many of the things he says. Okay, name name a few. (laughs) That's not not going to because he has no idea. No bullshit, but that's Carl is. That's a horrible sentence. Never had much (laughs) of a feeling for Carl in that I disagree with so many things he says. So many things. I would name him here. 
because I can't remember things past the but year hold, ago. Take a, take a time out from your hate. That would be having a feeling for him. If you disagree with everything that he says, that would be a feeling. Exactly, which is my point. He goes on to say, he's a pompous yeah. fool with bad advice and always has an agenda. He ran the campaign for two senators in Georgia and did a rotten job with bad ads and concepts. So essentially, I mean, they blame Trump for losing, for losing the Georgia seats, but he's blaming Karl Rove, which I do appreciate. Again, I'm not a fan of Karl Rove, but Donald Trump, without knowing anything about anybody, just because they criticize him all automatically, he's a loser. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't, he doesn't wait, know anything. wait, wait, Frank. If the Republican Party is going to be successful, they're going to have to stop dealing with the likes of Karl Rove and just let him float away or retire like little Bobby Corker, Jeff Flaky Flake, and others like Toomey so of Pennsylvania who will soon follow. Let's see what happens to Liz Cheney of Wyoming. He's such a child. The hold on, hold on. 31,000 people listened to my CPAC speech online, and it had amongst the largest television audience of the week. 31,000. Even though it was on cable at 4 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon, which people tell me not a lot of people watch cable at 4 p.m. on a Sunday. People tell tends me. to be a time you really wrote this? when a lot of those infomercials are on, like that little chopper thing. I'd like to order that to chop my uh, vegetables. If there's up. one word... To describe Donald Trump. Oh it's God! Oh fraud. God! I didn't realize Everything this, but he says is bullshit, and that's all you need to know. I Whenever don't... he says something, it's just to better himself and put every, anybody who opposes him down. That's Dr all it is. Drunk Frank is more annoyed at Donald Trump than sober Frank. You know, I, I, didn't couldn't, really I know. couldn't have imagined it. I, I thought it would have went the it. other way. No, no, no. All it is is yeah. I'm you know tired. what? He's not that I am, bad. Imagine I am said tired. That. I'm tired of the bullshit. And the fact that people can't see through it. He just goes up there, He's says whatever he me. wants. Janine, aren't you surprised? I thought Frank would have been like, yes, eh, I gave him a hard time, but whatever. No. We got past it. A little bit it. more subdued than he usually is. But yeah, no. he's getting more uh, angry. Wrong. I'm shocked. Honestly, please, please, please just listen to me. <laughs> he, he literally please, gets please, up please, there. Please, please. All he says, he says stuff that just makes himself look good. And anybody who opposes him is a loser. That's all he does. No matter if it's based in fact or not, even if he doesn't know who the person is, they're a loser because they said something negative about, about me. That's Frank, let me ask you does. a question. Let me ask Please. you a big question here. Ask me the biggest question you got. Would you hate him as much as you do if he wasn't president? Meaning, like, did you not like him so much before he was even president? I didn't like him when he was running. Uh, but I didn't know much about him before that. All I knew about him was that he was a real estate guy and he hosted uh, the reality show. But then he ran. So the answer is no, you didn't have a problem with him before he was running. Because I didn't know about him. No, I didn't know about him. But then all this stuff came out and it just shown a spotlight on him that is disgusting. Everything about him is terrible. He doesn't do one good thing. He has charities. Comment that he below if you think he from. does one good thing. He has charities. <laughs> Literally, he has charities that he steals from. I do plenty of good things. There's lots hey, of good things. People tell everybody me about all the good that. things. Yes. <laughs> I like it to steal. 
I'd like it to see Hillary's charity with her lost right, emails. Exactly. Yes. Okay. I think Karl Rove helped her hide those emails. I'm just he saying. He lies every time he opens his mouth. But it's every a politician lie. does. Every Stop politician it. does. It. Yeah, every politician tells a lie. But at the rate he did, it was literally, I, it was thousands of lies by the end of his term. <laughs> Do you have a tally? They counted them. Yeah, they counted them. It's There's literally every time he opened his mouth, There's he told a lie. And it was not little things. It was huge things. How about uh, this uh, pandemic is going to disappear? It's going to be nothing. When he full well knew that it was huge and it was going to be bigger than the flu. Meanwhile, 500,000 American deaths later, here we are. And he could have done something way sooner, but didn't. But if he did, he probably would have been If he did know, and put a cap on this too. thing, that would have been great. Mm. I don't know how much but he, he could have done with is the point. Yeah. The point is he didn't. Frank got angry. This guy this got very serious. This and then this, this has nothing to do with me having tequila. So are you this on is, Carl Rove's side? Is that what you're telling me right now? You're with Carl Rove? Instance, well, no. Uh, Carl Rove is like criticizing him in the way that kind of would help, I guess. Thank you. I'm, it's very unfair. Thank you for agreeing with me on Carl Rove. Just terrible person. Awful. Very old guy. I wasn't guy. a fan of Carl Rove during right now. You know, he, he's going to rewind these tapes, Frank. Donald yeah, Trump sure is going to rewind these tapes, this. and he's going to see you saying in the beginning. Finally, Frank is saying nice something person. that makes a lot of sense. Carl Rove sucks. I'm with Frank on this one. I hope he does. <laughs> I hope I hope Donald one Trump day Frank this. meets Trump. I hope he does. If I were giving the opportunity while he was president to go to the White House and meet Donald Trump, no thanks. Would you, if, Frank, would you interview if, if... Yes. Would you interview Donald Trump if you had the chance to? Yes. Thank you. All right. Finally, you said something that makes a lot of sense. Um, that of course note. I would. Of course I would. I would tear him to shreds. Are you kidding? I would ask Just the say, questions don't say that reporters have not asked him. And, and stuff that he... Rips he, my new he asshole. Dodges... Or just walks off the podium from. That's Frank's getting big. Well, he has no podium anymore. So Frank's getting drunk strong right now. I love it. He's I getting... just, I'm just fed up. In off. a minute, he's going to grab his cock. <laughs> Wait a minute. I grabbed it an hour ago. We're just, just going to see this. One. <laughs> no, I'm just what I here's here's the bottom line. Hey, bottom Donald, line. I got now your he, interview right over here, buddy. Really yeah, he's going to go with bang his wife. He's like, the bottom you like line. that, Trump? I mean, Eric. Here's, here's the bottom line. Go ahead. Bottom line the bottom is line. I'm tired of people saying, oh, he, well, he tells it like it is. No, he doesn't. Can he I just tells say, you Frank, what you want to hear. Can I just say something right. to you? You're getting very angry on a story where it says that literally all the people that went to go see him, half of them <laughs> wouldn't even fucking vote for the guy. And you're still getting very angry about great, it. Which is great. Yeah, that's it. A, that's the that's the takeaway I think from this is that and I think let's he's... take that away. I don't know how we got off on a tangent like that, but I, I don't know is... how either. You just got crazy. <laughs> you went on a crazy. We got there. Some we got here. We got here. Yeah, you this wasn't my, This wasn't all my doing. We got here organically somehow. But <laughs> all I'm saying is, yeah, I might not agree with Carl Rove on everything, on you know politically whatever. But in this instance. He's right when people oh, are turning against Donald Johnny. Trump. I think more people have turned against Donald Trump than have turned from Democrat to Republican or turned towards him. 
So well, basically what you're saying is that anytime anyone says anything bad about Trump, whether you like the person or not, definitely agreeing with them. Yeah. Definitely what? Agreeing with them. Well, it depends on what they say. <laughs> what, if, what if Ghislaine Maxwell says Trump is bad? Would you agree with her? I would agree. Wow. I wouldn't agree with her on everything else, probably. I'd like to but apologize to the, the victims. Blue, I'd agree with her. Okay. All right. Um, I will say this. I, I, I've been asking this question for a long time since the Capitol thing, since the election. Is is he still <laughs> as popular as ever? And I feel like this. By the way, I felt like I was right up until a week or two or so ago. When, before CPAC, when everybody was getting all excited and fired up to hear him talk again. And I was like, maybe I'm wrong about this. But now I feel like I'm back right again, that he is losing steam. And it is it is something to be concerned about if you're the Trump fan out there. I still think that if anybody with a halfway decent voice that's willing to fight comes along, they can push Donald Trump out of that prime the spot. The Republican Party is missing integrity. They lost it with Donald Trump. They don't Jesus have... Christ. Nah. They don't have, Donald Trump does not have still have the country. Doesn't, have, doesn't matter. Doesn't have, None of them do, though. He doesn't have honesty. He doesn't have <laughs> compassion, and he doesn't have Christian values. He doesn't I, have it. I hear what you're saying, but oh, it you just, mean like that's what Republicans want? That's what Republicans want. They want values. Oh. They want family values, Christian values. Mm. They say they. I want don't know that. about so much. Yeah, I don't know so much about anymore. Yeah, I exactly. really don't. They say they want that, but then they back a guy like Donald Trump with. With uh, you know who who uh, smoke bombs, uh, innocent uh, you know peaceful protesters to get a photo op with an upside down Bible. That's what they back. But I took a picture in front of a church, so you can't accuse me of not loving the Bible. I held it up. Remember, it was wrong yeah, at let first. Me, let me guess. I fixed these peaceful it. Peaceful protesters, so I can go across the street for a meaningless picture with the Bible as I hold it upside down. But it did make a good SNL skit, Frank. So you know what? That's Sometimes true. you got to risk got things. got something good out of it. Alec Sometimes Baldwin saying is, should be grateful. You know, the Republican Party is lacking integrity. They're lacking the moral uh, backbone. They don't have it now. And if they keep backing Trump, they're not going to have it. It's over. Well, let's see who they do back, because I feel like they're one strong voice away from, from absolutely destroying Biden in 24. So we'll see if what they happens. they back someone with integrity and, and, and some kind of moral background or moral backbone, that would be great. I who have integrity. I have integrity. Ask anybody. Ask Mike Lindell. Lots of yeah. integrity. <laughs> I saw it on television. He said I won I mean, the election. Point to almost everything he did. Even before he ran for president, yeah, everything he did was a, was phony. His, his from his mm. his college, which gave nobody any kind of value, which defrauded people out of millions. Hey, 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 hey! My cousin Vinny's got a degree from Trump University. He's doing really good for himself right now. Oh, okay? oh. let's oh. not let's not take Vinny saying, down a you notch. Know, if you if the Republican Party wants to survive, they've got to back someone with integrity, and he's not it. All right, there you go. Political advice for the Republicans from Frank. I love it. Uh, Janine, you got anything <laughs> <The> else? <laughs> yes, actually, I tallied up how many times Frank shit on Trump, and it's... <laughs> it's fine. 56 that was times. That was Thank the topic. You. Frank, anything else? About Trump? No, I'm good. I think I said everything I need to say. <laughs> He's like, I'm good. I'm going to go bang my what? And I'll be good. I have no 
uh, monetary stock in this, but Coming to America 2 is out now on Amazon. I will be watching. Jay Sabs, are you going to watch this weekend? Are we going to review on Monday? I might. I'll see what he wants to watch. Okay. Are we getting Amazon Prime? Uh, yeah. Sounds good. All right. Looks like maybe a review. I love it. I love Frank's it. wife, buckle up. You're in for some something right now. I don't know what. Frank's wife, first okay. of all, contributed more to this show tonight than actually Frank did. It was amazing. You should have seen it before. <laughs> she was. She had every answer. I'll tell that, you, that drunkie couldn't get here. Yeah. She would be a great replacement for me. That's that's not even a debate. I thought you. I thought you. You were gonna say she'll be a great Republican. I'm like, really? Sure? She would be a great Republican if Frank would yeah, just let her would. be who she, she is. See, good I Christian know, I, values. Yeah. It's not even about Democrat, Democrat or Republican. It's right and wrong. That's all it is. Mm. Wise words. Frank, Frank, I'm going to. 2024. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to text your wife in a half hour, 45 minutes, to make sure she's okay. Just by this. <laughs> exactly. This anger rant. Me too. That you went on. Look I just want. this wanna... giant smile. I am a, I am a happy guy. <laughs> You've got I a red have... face. I, I'm a little worried for your wife. I I'm have gonna... so much tequila in me and margarita mix. I am a happy fella. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat. I, I want Domino's. Whoa, ever since you he's said you what? Ever since you said you got Domino's, I'm I, I'm craving it. How are we doing on the Domino's run there, beautiful? What's the what's the assessment? Is it coming? Are we almost it. here? Domino's. How how long until the Domino's comes? I She's can't like, do Domino's. Domino's. I didn't order Domino's. I did. See, I gave up fast food for Lent, and I can't eat meat because it's Friday. This is why you're oh, so. You this is why you're meat. so angry, Janine. This is why he's so angry. Right? I'm not angry. I know. I I'm know. really not angry. <sighs> I'm just eat a nice juicy topic, red steak, and you'll be fine. Wait, hold on a second. Topic, hold on a second. Stop. Stop. What is our Domino's in quality check? Is that what you just said? Come on, baby. They're making sure that Dom- Domino's goes through a quality check. That's that's they fantastic. Do you have the Domino's tracker? Yeah. Whatever you do, All right. Dexter, you, you don't know, go near Daddy when he has the peanut butter on. You her. know, I just <laughs> lost a dog. What? What? What is your problem? What I is, mean, really, he's like, he's just like in I'm your drunk. face. I didn't think. You know, I'm morning. I just picked him up. I just you picked him up because he was by my ankle. Yeah. I didn't think. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, take the peanut butter off your body. Maybe he'll stop trying to eat you. All right. For everybody who thinks Frank is nice, he literally texts me a picture of his dog and he goes, what do you think about this, you son of a bitch? And that's what he texted me this morning. Real nice, Frank. In the morning. Real nice. Is that classy? That believes this guy. Is that nice? I didn't think that was nice. Really Anybody that nice. believes this guy, I got a bridge I could sell you. All right. We'll leave it there. Uh, AnthonyOnHair.com has all the links and information. Appreciate you guys. I should give away a tiki glass. Should we give away a tiki glass? We should. We should. <laughs> All right, I'm drunk. It's probably time to retire. I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. I'm just saying. (laughs) How many did you go through? Two or three? I feel like it was three. No, it was two full tea glasses, which I think this is like 16 ounces. All right. Is your wife drinking with you? She's not. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, God. She's going to be very annoyed while he's trying to bang her away. She has to take care of me. That's all. I'm I'm the baby. (laughs) In which way? Walking around. Whatever way she's gonna know. she's gonna hold his hair while he throws up it after the right after oh, the show. Gosh. Right. Pretty much. All right. Appreciate you guys hanging with us. This was a mishmash of a Friday show. Yeah, but really, I actually good luck. Good luck. Myself. I had a lot of fun. What's that? That's all I'm gonna say. I had a lot of fun. Did you guys not have fun? <laughs> Frank was like, I shit on Trump the whole hour. 
I only shit on Trump the last Did you 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes tops. Okay, go go bang your wife. All right. Go try to. Okay. All right. We will see you guys coming to America Review on the next episode and whatever the latest is on everything else. AnthonyNair.com. Links and information. Thanks to Hero Soap Company. Link in the description below and on the homepage of AnthonyNair.com.